Hi, this is Oren. If you find these teachings useful and you'd like to learn more about my work, you can visit me online at orenjsofer.com or on social media at orenjsofer. Thanks so much. So, we've been working up to this point all weekend. <laughs> Drum roll. So I want to talk about being with pain. Being with the pain itself. So we've talked about all of the, not all, but many of the ways to support the, the landscape, the sense of resilience and support to take breaks, to move away. Talked about compassion as this first layer of being with pain. Talked about observing resistance and being with resistance as a second layer of being with pain. What about the actual pain itself, that uh, experience? So what is it? How do we actually um, be mindful of pain? What does that mean? Um, so in exploring this again, the, the, um, these, these principles that we've been looking at all weekend apply that one, you know, balance is key. Don't go in if you can't come out. Um, always keeping, um, you know, not always, but periodically checking, how am I doing with this? How's the mind relating? Is there enough balance? Is there enough awareness? Is there enough resource? And then if not, honoring that and taking a break, shifting the attention away, gathering more strength and resource from something else. Um, I see in my notes here that Sayada Tejaniya actually, uh, my notes say 70-30, not 80-20. So I may have misquoted him, but um, that sense that the, the, the wholesome factors in the mind, mindfulness, equanimity, investigation, need to be you know, that much more than the difficulty that we're facing, whether it's a physical sensation or some difficult emotional or mental state. So in actually meeting the pain and actually investigating and working with the pain, it's a, a really rich terrain to explore when the mind is balanced. When the mind is not balanced, then, then we're working with the reactivity. Then we're observing the resistance. When the resistance gets low enough that we're able to actually just observe the pain or in the ebb and flow of the resistance, right? When the resistance, when that wave of resistance passes before the next one begins, we're able to meet and explore the pain itself um, can be a very fascinating uh, and freeing investigation and start to see what is this experience that I even call pain? What's it made of? Is it as solid as it appears? We can start to take it apart and see what it's actually built from. I'll talk about some methods for doing that and then we'll explore them. But when we begin to um, really like dissect pain, 
um, it becomes a doorway to insight and freedom. We start to see impermanence more clearly. We see the way things change. Um, we start to see emptiness, a sense of not of of things not being um, ours, not belonging to us. Instead of it being my pain, it just becomes a sensation that's changing. And there's a real freedom in that when we when we see. Any painful sensation, any sensation really clearly once, once we really see its nature, we have a different perspective to access. So I want to talk about three or four different ways to investigate pain keeping in mind everything else that we've already explored about the, co- the container within which this is happening, right? The sense of being resourced and balanced and the reactivity being low enough, the mindfulness being strong enough. Um, so one very powerful uh, method or technique, which is often the first uh, that I would recommend, um, is a, a colleague of mine, um, I've heard her call it touch and go, and it sounds like what it is. Like, you know, if you want to test how hot or cold something is, you might put a finger or a toe in it and then pull it out. That's what it is. So with our awareness, we can touch the pain just for a moment and then pull away. And there's something freeing often in giving ourselves permission to just see like, okay, can I just feel this for a moment? Like, I don't have to stay with it forever. You know, like, it's not like I need to meditate on this for 20 minutes or something. Can I just feel this for a moment? Even that question sometimes can be enough to momentarily dissolve resistance. Because the resistance, in part, is coming from the belief in um, continuity and permanence of the pain. It's the anticipation of future pain that the resistance is coming from. And so sometimes we can bypass that by just even suggesting to the mind, like, well, what would it be like to feel this just for a moment? And then in that moment, it's like, ah, no resistance. And then we can pull away. And we can resist more if we want. So this is one this is one technique is to bring awareness to the sensation for a moment touch it feel it and then move away and that moving away can be directing the attention somewhere else it could be widening the scope of awareness so instead of just feeling that one location we feel the rest of the body or notice sounds we zoom out Sometimes you can also think of this like um, like you're blessing the sensations. Like the awareness is just like a sense of, like somehow like making it sacred or, you know, offering a moment of love to the sensation itself by just touching it with awareness and then moving away. So this is kind of a first pass or a first stage. The next is um, working at the edge of the sensation. 
So trying to get a sense of where is this sensation? And, so, and painful sensations can be more or less localized. Sometimes they're very distinct. It's like really it's right there. Other times it's more diffuse. It's just kind of a dull ache in a certain region, right? And so when that's the case, even if it's diffuse, you can still kind of sense, okay, where, where does it begin? Where's the overall zone, you know? So if it's the shoulder, you know, go all the way down to the elbow. Do I feel it there? Yeah, okay, then keep go, I'll keep going all the way down to the wrist. Is it there? No, it's not in the wrist. Okay, and then start to work back up. Where does it actually begin? Where's the edge, the boundary? And then you trace it. You trace it out and find out, you know, how big is it? Where is it? What's the shape? And then hang out at the edge to just see, can there be awareness at the edge of the sensation? Now, I want to I wanna acknowledge here um, depending on the kind of pain we are feeling, each of these techniques may or may not work. Right? Sometimes pain comes and goes very quickly, and there isn't that, it's not there long enough to, um, to notice the edge, and then it's going to be working with it in a different way. Uh, sometimes it's so strong, like if it's a migraine and taking up a region, that it's, it's almost like there is no edge. Right, so different techniques will work for different kinds of pain, and again, that's each of our own exploration to ex- to try the tools out and see what works, uh, and if you need to modify them in any way for yourself or what you're facing. So sometimes, if you if there is an edge, if you can find that, you can just let awareness hang out there at the edge, back away, move in back away. You can use the breath to breathe in. Imagine the breath flowing to that zone and either surrounding it or soothing it or dissolving it with the breath. There can also be a sense of, again, working with, working with the, um, the aperture of awareness and seeing can can the awareness sort of soften and widen around the pain so you find the edge and see what would it be like to soften my awareness around that to widen so touching it for a moment is one finding the edge working there with the breath with softening with widening On the most intimate level, we can investigate the sensations themselves. And so this is actually starting to penetrate the zone of the pain, moving from the edge inwards and seeing what is this made of? What's actually here? What is this sensation? How dense is it? Is it thick and hard? Is it diffuse? Does it have texture? Is it solid or brittle or rough? Is it jagged? What are the sensations that actually make it make up this? Is it aching? Is it burning? Is it stabbing or twisting? Is it itching? Is it soreness? Is it hot? Is it cold? 
And then what else is there? So we can notice not only the sensations, but we can notice the, the, the flavor or the feeling tone of unpleasantness. We can notice any of the reactivity that might be coming and going. So what's, what previously was kind of like a solid thing of pain can start to dissolve into, into its constituents. And we can, sometimes it will actually begin to, um, we can see it changing in our awareness, moving from throbbing to heat, to pulsing, to sharp, to throbbing, to unpleasant, to thick, to, to dense, to throbbing, to, to vibrating, to pulsing, and it's, it's just changing. And then sometimes there's tightening or resisting and then that fades. This takes a lot of steadiness in the mind, particularly if the pain is strong. If the pain isn't very strong, it's easier to do. When the pain is strong, that means that the, 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 the reactivity is going to be, is the tendency to reactivity is going to be strong. So the stronger the pain is, the more intense the unpleasantness, the stronger the mindfulness and concentration, the mindfulness and equanimity need to be to investigate it, to, to be with it. So when that's the case, there's another method we can use. So another method is to visualize the pain. So when the sensation is too strong, or even when it's not too strong, just as an experiment, we can shift the awareness from the level of sensation to the level to image and to just see, okay, if this pain had an image, what would it look like? Would it have color? Would it have shape? Where would its edges be? To see the pain in the mind's eye, poetically, metaphorically, what does it look like? And then see what happens. What happens to it as you observe it? Does it change? Is there something else that it needs? So if the pain is like, you know, um, a ball of molten lava and fire, you know, you can observe that and then see what does it need? And maybe the mind creates another image that says, you know, like a cool, thick, blue liquid surrounding it. And you can imagine, again, working with image, something else meeting the pain, being around it or penetrating it. And so what, working in this way, what's the, the, the skill here is, it's like a, a listening and a following of intuition rather than uh, an, a controlling or analysis. So it's not the sense of like, what does my pain look like? I think it looks like this. What, what shall I add to this pain? I shall add this to this pain. It's not that we're thinking about it and, and making things happen. It's more like opening into the dream world, the mythopoetic realm, and inviting the psyche to present um, representations of what's happening so it's more of an in of an inquiring and then a listening so there's a relationship there we invite the question what would this pain look like and then listen observe 
maybe it's not clear at first. We just keep waiting. And then an image comes and it's like, oh, wow. You know, and then you can work with that image. Where, where is the image? How close to me is it? And it feels like it's right here in front of your face. I think I'm going to put it over there. Maybe it's like 10 feet away. Maybe it's outside the building. Imagine it over there. Notice what that's like. And then inviting another question. Is there anything else that's needed? What, what wants to be with this image, this pain? And then just listening, seeing what comes. Sometimes this kind of work can also be very, very, can be very useful to do this with somebody else, somebody else present who has some training or knows how to do this. And then we can learn ourselves more how to, how to do this. So these are, these are four methods for investigating and uh, for meeting the pain and investigating it. This touch and go, working at the edges, just hanging out there, softening, widening, going into the pain itself, investigating it, taking it apart, what's it made of, how thick, how dense, what are the sensations, where's the unpleasantness, um, and then also working with image, working with image. Any um, any questions or comments about this uh, this realm, this this material? How are folks doing? Do we want to take a break now and then come back and do a practice? Seeing one head nod, two heads. Yeah. Okay. So it's about five after. Why don't we take fifteen minutes? We'll come back at 3.20 um, and do some practice with this. Yes. Okay.